Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of April 24th, 2022. This is episode 173, Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, a couple of things for you. First of all, I put the poll out there and we'll discuss the bad news. What are your thoughts on the potential dissolving of the Reedy Creek Improvement District? Now, I specifically said potential dissolving as much as it has been signed and everyone is agreeing to this. It is still possible. Bear with me. It is still possible in the next 18, well, was it 14 months, about 14 months that this does not happen. It is very possible it's not i'm not saying it's guaranteed it won't i'm not saying it's guaranteed that it will but there is a there is a chance this is not concrete set in stone that the reedy creek improvement district which is the government body that runs the property uh, the infrastructure at walt disney world the electric the roads the fire the first aid the rescue all that the signs all that stuff is run by the reedy creek improvement district so if that goes away then it becomes the local government which remember walt disney world sits in multiple governments so sits in multiple towns will control permits roads etc so keep that in mind that being said my options that i gave you on the poll which again you can find on Twitter and on Facebook, is I am okay with it. I am indifferent about it. I am not okay with this. And what is Reedy Creek? Out of all of you that responded, nobody is indifferent about it. Everyone had something to say. In this case, 10% of you though did ask, what is Reedy Creek? What's Reedy Creek? They don't know what it is. I just explained to you it's the government body. It is a it's a local government per se without actually having a town. Um, you know, and, and but it has come out that they are several million dollars in debt. But again, that that there's let's let's wait to see how this plays out. There's still time, still a lot of things can play out this way. 10% of you said that you're okay with it. So 10% said, I'm okay that Reedy Creek's going away. Things will keep going along. Whatever. 80%. Watch me. How much? 80% said, I am not okay with this. I get it. I get it. Particularly, you know, you don't want things to change. And to me, it makes sense that Disney runs its own roads. I mean, Disney wants to control the quality of everything that people deal with and also being able to go in, okay, if we need to change something, let's go in and change it. They wanted to change the road signs. They wanted to do their own style of road signs. They only had to go to their Reedy Creek to get the signs approved. 
the fan purple signs with the Mickey-shaped heads and the yellow bases, the ones that everyone loved that have now gone away. And then decide, okay, we want to go with these new the iridescent color and put those up there. They only had to go to Reedy Creek to get that approved because they didn't have to deal with anybody else. Now, if Reedy Creek goes away, the parts that are in Orlando, they'd have to go to the Orlando government. Parts that are in Kissimmee, they'd have to go to Kissimmee. The o in Osceola, they have to go to Osceola. So they'd have to go to the different governing bodies at that point. So that that kind of where that lies. So that's that's that. Like I said, this story is far, far from over. A lot could still happen. I I, I know is definitely not over we have not heard the last of it it may seem like an ending point i think we're just at a, a lull at this very point in time that also being said some nice news going on i want to wish you it is disney marvel podcast's fourth anniversary yes we have been around four years 173 episodes four years still going on still listening to us thank you for between everyone who's ever been on the show everyone who's involved in the show thank you thank you thank you and then most of all and i know i say this every week but most of all thank you for everyone who listens who comes back week after week listens to us who's given us feedback who gives us um who's messaged us thank you for all the nice happy anniversary um wishes that we got online i posted on monday that monday officially was the the anniversary of the show and you know people reached out to us and it, it's it's nice and i never i can it, it's hard for me to believe that it's been four years um it's it's we've done a lot i have a lot more planned you know in the next coming months i'm playing a number of star wars things why? Because it's it's May. It's Star Wars month because why not? May the 4th is there. The original Star Wars movie came out in May, May 25th. So we got a lot of Star Wars stuff coming up plus some other things. And uh, yeah, stick around and keep those reviews coming in because like I say at the end of the show every week, those reviews help keep the show going, help us know how we're doing helps people find out about the show and gets more people involved in the show and on that note we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors well hello there i hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the disney marvels podcast if you have a little bit of free time and you'd like to check out something a little bit different i encourage you to listen to the chat Disney podcast. My name is Mercedes and I am one half of the Chat Disney podcast. Myself and my friend Tash are both based in the UK and we give a female British view on all things Disney from parks, movies and even more. Check out the Chat Disney podcast at chatdisney.co.uk. And now on with the show. If you're listening to this show, 
you are most likely a fan of Disney in some sort, form, or fashion. And I wouldn't say it's probably going too far out on a limb to say you've been to the parks once or more than once in your lifetime. Good chance more than once. It's always nice, and I've I've had several guests on talking about their experiences at the parks. We've talked about what attractions we would change, how to do the parks, the parks around the world, getting married at the parks, eating at the parks, lots of experiences at the parks. But one thing I have not, that's eluded me, and I haven't been able to talk to someone about, and I think as longtime Disney fans, this is a fantastic opportunity in something that maybe we don't get to we we think about but we don't get to hear about is about someone's first experience going to a disney park and by disney park i mean walt disney world and this particular person has been on the show before you may remember her talking about mandalorian and some other wonderful episodes it would be, of course, Emily Leonard, not Matthew Leonard, but Emily Leonard, who at the age of 13, as of this recording, has just gone back from her first trip to Walt Disney World and is graciously decided to come on this show without her dad standing right on her shoulder so she can talk and tell us about her experiences. Because I figured let's hear about her expectations, what she did while she was there. And particularly, I would love to find out what her top five Walt Disney World first experiences are. Emily, thank you for coming on. It's great to see you. I hope you had a great spring break. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. I love doing this. Oh, I I love having you on. It's absolutely my pleasure. My pleasure. So, obviously, you survived your first trip. Yes. I know your dad was was quite uh, thrilled and anxious, I think, at the same time. Yeah, I went with um, a friend's family. They live across the street from us, and they're very sweet and kind and crazy and just annoying enough. It was perfect. Um, But, yeah, I went with them, so none of my family was there, but, and I think that was a little anxious for all of us, but. Of course. Yeah. It was fun. That that is that is a big trip to make. Um, it wasn't until much later on in life that I got to go without any family members. So to to go at your age, I I think that's um, it's not that you went by yourself, making that yeah. you know, abundantly clear, but to go with another family. And to get to experience that is a a very, even more unique um, experience. And I'm glad you've had this opportunity. Now I'm assuming it went well that you enjoyed it. Wonderfully. The worst part was I got sunburned, but that's gone by now. That does happen in Florida. That that, that does, absolutely does happen in Florida. Um, So let me start off. Whenever you were presented this opportunity... And obviously you said yes. What were your expectations before going there? What what was going through your mind? Oh, it's going to be like this or I'm not know, wh- I'm not sure entirely what I expected. I definitely expected magical experience because of 
Disney and it has a rep for that. But big, grand, majestic, I suppose are some words that come to mind. Um, but I'm not entirely sure what I was expecting. But it, whatever it was, it wasn't what I got. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. I don't. It was weird. It's it's hard for someone, at least in my view, for someone who hasn't been to what, particularly Walt Disney World, to fathom the the scope of it, of how big the place actually is, and how much there is to do there. Um, I know your dad was asking, okay, what kind of episodes, and what 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 could, what would my suggestions be of things for you to prepare yourself? Yeah. Uh, going down there. So I don't know if any of that helped or how much you actually got to. Um, what kind of park experiences, theme park experiences, have you had before going in? Um, I've gone to Edaville in Massachusetts. Um, I've been to Lake Compounds when I was little twice, but I don't remember that very well. And I feel like there was one other. Right, I've been to Sesame Place. Okay. When I was younger. So that that is a a more substantial uh, experience. There's a lot of different things. You got the characters, so it's in a way comparable. And I've been there, so I I I, uh, I could picture it in my head. And that's it's a nice, but it is it is still smaller. So. That aside, now you've gotten all your stuff together. You're on the plane going down there. I'm sure some butterflies going on in the stomach and you yeah, know, the reality I, of it setting I've in. I've never been on a plane before. Oh, so that a lot was, of firsts here. Yeah, I've never left the Northeast region. I've never been on a plane. I've never been to Florida, and I've never been to Walt Disney World. Wow. Yeah. That's one plane. Northeast. Four. Oh. Four different Four first for you in one trip. Yeah. That's it, a lot. That's a lot for a person. But and congratulations for getting doing all those. Being yeah. able to do all those in one trip, really spreading your wings there. So how was the plane? What what was how was that for you? Okay, the plane. <laughs> There's a funny story here. So I have yet to see Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm sitting on the plane, and there's a lady across from me in the aisle watching. Why me to yell at your dad? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lady across the aisle watching it, and every so often I glance over and I'm staring at the screen before I go, no, no, spoilers, stop watching. And maybe halfway down, there's a guy a couple rows down who's watching it now with the subtitles. Oh, it was. Oh boy. <laughs> it um, yeah, that was difficult. Other than that, though, the plane was actually pretty good. We had snacks. Mm-hmm. There were snacks. I loved the snacks. Um, my least favorite part was probably landing. I did not enjoy landing. That can be rough. So apparently it was like a pretty smooth landing. I still did not enjoy it one bit. Yeah, it, it, 
you know, you're going from the smooth flying to all of a sudden hitting the, the little jolt of hitting the ground and then the sudden deceleration. So you're getting pushed back in your seat. And for people who haven't flied, but seen cartoon renderings of uh, the cartoon characters getting smushed in the back of the seat, it, it isn't that much of an exaggeration. Yeah. You get thrown forward and then pushed back. It was new, not in a good way. Yeah. But the rest of the plane flight was amazing. It was gorgeous looking out the window. And I took every 10, 20 or so minutes, I would take a new picture of the map just to show how far we'd come. And when we landed, I sent them all to my mother. Okay. It was probably 12.25 when we landed. We took off at like, well, we boarded 8.20 and then landed about 12.25. Yeah. It's a, well, for me, it's a two hour and 15 minute flight. So it's probably closer to Two hours and 40 minutes, almost Something three hours. Like we went, you. yeah, we, we didn't even go to Bradley, which is closer to us. We went to American Airlines in Boston. Oh, okay. So you had yeah. to go out of Massachusetts. So it was a two hour drive and then yep. like a two hour something flight and then another 45 minutes on a bus to get to the hotel. <laughs> it was probably, two, it was about two in the morning by the time we were finally settled in. Oh, it was a red eye. I thought I was thinking here in the morning that you got there. Oh, yeah, no, it was. Well, it was 2 a.m. to be specific. It was okay. so tiring. That was is so tiring. exhausting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, was it the, yeah, the last time that I, when I went in August, we didn't get in that late. It was it was 11 something by the time we got in. So it was late, but not that late. I've gotten there. I've gotten there about one two o'clock in the morning sometimes too on yeah. some previous trips so I, I i know how tiring that can be we um, got like no early nights the entire trip yeah you don't <laughs> it was so tiring that that is a common theme amongst disney world goers is that it as enjoyable as the trip is it's not a relaxing trip. No. The most relaxing part was probably the water park we went to. We went to Typhoon Lagoon, and that was oh, fun. nice. That was amazing. I loved the wave pool. Yeah, the Typhoon Lagoon is is a wonderful, wonderful water park. Um, it's. I personally find a kind of strange after doing a Disney water park and I was about your age, I think when the first time I did one to go back and do almost any other water park. Yeah. Because it, it, there is such, it's a night and day type of situation. Yeah. Um, where did you stay? Uh, we stayed at the holidays, Disney Springs holiday inn. Okay. Right on Hotel Boulevard. I know exactly where yeah. it is. I think, strangely enough, Emily, there may, may be somebody that you're talking to that that was their first hotel at Disney World they stayed at as well. That was Dad's first hotel. Your your father and I have a lot in common. And I think you're a stranger that that's our... Um, 
Yeah, I I was a little bit younger than you were. And by a little bit younger, I was about two months old. Oh, gosh. For my first trip. Just just a little bit younger than 13. Yes. Just, yeah. a, bit. just a, a couple years. Not much. Not much. Yeah. But, okay, so that that's a nice... That's a nice place. Um, so it kind of, again, puts you right in, right on Disney property. So you're in the bubble, as we like to call it. And um, so it makes, it makes gaining places very convenient. They run buses from there. Yeah. The buses were amazing. It was so, I was so happy that we had the buses. Yeah, the, the buses make things a lot easier. Now, they're not necessarily the most accurate as far as timing, but they do the best that they can. So there what were, did... There were a couple times where the buses were late. When we were going back to the hotel from Epcot, they weren't just late for us, but for two other families as well. Okay. Well, that's... Particularly yeah. at park closing time, um, the, they do get a little stretched at that point as far as... Because everyone's leaving so it, it it does take a little bit longer and, and it is a very good lesson in patience uh which my wife doesn't always have a lot of um and you're tired it's been a long day i get it yeah but it's uh yeah so th that's that's one thing that they try to work on that's important sometimes there's only so much they can do yeah um, so would you do the first day uh, first day, um, let's see, we landed at two, we got up sometime between seven and eight, and we went to Animal Kingdom. Ooh. Yeah. That was fun. I loved Animal Kingdom. Do you know who has a strange connection with Animal Kingdom? No. I do. I was working there opening day. Oh, Which, that's cool. Emily Leonard, since we're recording this on April 23rd, its 24th anniversary was yesterday. Oh, wow. 24 years ago on Earth Day, that park opened, officially opened. Ooh. So that, that uh, little trivia there for you. You're going to write that down. I'll find pen and pencil later. Or paper and pencil. I'll try to... I'll write a note for myself. Remind... M. Animal Kingdom. Open. I talked about that way back on episode one of this podcast when it was its 20th anniversary. It was my first episode. That's a very interesting one to start off at because it is in some ways the most non-theme park-like. Yeah. It's, uh, it is... is it's also 
by square footage the largest of them all. Yeah, it is. And they get away with saying that because of the safari. But it, <laughs> it is yeah. it is a very large, in some ways also the hottest park. Strangely enough. Yeah. Um, it is, is known amongst the Disney community as when it's a hot day, it's Animal Kingdom hot to express for whatever reason you think with all the trees and everything it would be cool but uh it is it is one of the hotter hotter parks so what did you we get got, to do there uh let's see what did we do um first thing we did oh there was a dinosaur not quite roller coaster but mm-hmm. you basically went back in time and you had to catch some dinosaur and bring it back before the meteor hit Earth. It was a lot of fun, and I held on to my glasses the entire time. Good move. After that, we went, we went and got ice cream. Oh. Did you have a Mickey Pop? You know, out of the entire time we were there, I don't think I had a single Mickey Pop. Oh, well, that you know what that means? You just have to go back so that way you could have a Mickey Pop. Yeah. I'll have to you, 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 you can get them at local grocery stores, but they're not quite as magical. <laughs> I'll have to somehow convince my aunt, who is obsessed with Disney World, to convince my dad to bring us all to Disney. There you go. There you go. It won't take much. All right, so you did dinosaur. You had some nice ice cream on a hot day. I'm sure that felt really good. That was that was awesome. And then we went and we walked the long. We went a long way to get to the safari. Yeah, because it's uh, opposite ends of the park. Yeah, I had my. I had. I got maps from all the parks, and I have no clue where they ended up. Oh, they're around somewhere. See that? But that's always one of my favorite souvenirs to get yeah is the maps i was the navigator they used to and this is going back several years they used to actually have the dates on the maps so the maps were from such like april 14th through may 3rd for they, they would just run like a gambit of uh dates and then they'd come yeah. out with a new set but it was a nice memento because it had the dates when you were there and you I like to collect them because it also gives you, shows you how the park has changed. Like when I went in the eighties is not what the parks are like now in 2020s. So good, good grab there. Yeah. I got maps from all the parks and I navigated us in all the parks. It was awesome. Oh, you were a head navigator and which way are yeah, I was I was the official navigator of the group, and it was oh. the best thing ever because I love maps. I absolutely love maps. Awesome! Congratulations on that that honor. Yeah, that was the best. There, that was the best part of Disney being a navigator. Head navigator and which wayer, as Goofy yeah. says. So what? Okay, so you went to the safari, and. Yeah. You stood on the the long and winding line for that. You got on the truck. 
and tell me about the safari. The safari was amazing. I've never seen so many animals in one place. Uh, we saw hyenas, we saw um, cheetahs, we saw goats, we saw flamingos, we saw elephants, we saw rhinos, we saw, I don't remember if they were alligators or crocodiles, but one of the two. The crocodiles, yep. Huge, easily 12 feet. They were, there were, what else was there? There was giraffes, mm -hmm. there was uh, termite mounds. There was so much, and I took so many pictures. I, th I think Animal Kingdom was where I took the most pictures. By the end, I had a total of 220 pictures slash videos. Wow. And that's just from the Animal Kingdom, or is that the total trip? That was total pictures from all the, all the water park, or not all the water parks, all the parks. It was amazing. Wow. I, I I wouldn't say you're alone in that. E even I, who've been there, has to be over 30 times now. Um, I still take a lot of pictures. Yeah. Maybe some different things than you take pictures of, because last time I took a lot of pictures of food, which was <laughs> the running gag. But that that was that was more for research purposes than it was for uh, for other purposes. Hello there. <laughs> I've been invaded by my father. I'm 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 not really here. I'm just I'm a fly on the wall. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, if I make yourself conscious. <laughs> no. I'm Did you sure. get to see? <laughs> Great. We have a distraction. Don't mind the distraction. <laughs> Did you get to see the Okapi? I Do you remember the Okapi? What is an Okapi? It's one of the first animals you come upon. So there's the when you get on the truck, it makes that corner. On the left, there's a little uh, area oh, with a. So. It almost looks like a zebra. Yeah, so I think we got just a horse-like creature yeah. with the the butt's got stripes, and the front end is mostly a, a grayish, uh, brownish black. I think we got. To see you just described me. You have stripes on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Well there. I really came in. I came in just to do that joke. And now I'll leave. And on that bombshell. I think we got to see them. There are also other animals that I don't remember the name of. Yeah, there's so many. So yeah. many on the safari. Uh, and it's... In, since it's a safari and it's it's live attraction, they're always changing. It, it's you know what you'll see three giraffes one day and you maybe see next time, which could even be within an hour. Only one giraffe. They're, they're, yeah. they're free roaming. They're not really penned up to a small area. They they all have a rather large area. You get to see so much and it's always changing. Which is why it's always got such a huge line. It's so popular because it is such a well done. It, um, was, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah. And the best part of it is those vehicles that you move on are environmentally friendly. Oh, that is amazing. They run on propane, which is a clean burning gas. 
Oh, that is the best. So not only is it, you know, it's thought out and the grand scale of you being able to experience this stuff. It is, it is, I wouldn't say perfect for the environment, but it is, it is, it is run clean. So that way it's not affecting the, the environment, which is what Animal Kingdom teaches to protect. Yeah. I mean, that's also a park that I'd say until recently didn't have air conditioning. Um, I believe that changed when they put in uh, Pandora. But uh, yeah, they 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 run that park. So you won't find straws there. You won't find lids for cups there, um, unless if it's a reusable cup. So there's a lot of things that were intentionally done at that park to help the environment. Yeah, that's awesome. Just a little See, trivia I, for you. I may I, be dropping that from time to time. I would have thought the best part about the ride is you get to rest your weary feet. <laughs> you do get to you do get to do that too. And there's a few attractions you get to do that on. And yeah. sometimes unfortunately rest your weary eyes, um, depending on how many times you've done the attraction before in the past. But it is uh yeah, it, it's it's a longer longer attraction. Just I think I may be mistaken, but I believe the size of the safari itself is approximately the size of the Magic Kingdom. Definitely the size of the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Maybe the size of the Magic Kingdom itself. It is it is huge. It is a huge piece of acreage um, that they uh, designed. And, and it's done in such a fun way, too. It's not just, oh, here we're going along. And I've been on other safaris where... You're taking along, and you have to figure out what am I looking at. Yeah. Okay, it's some sort of hooved animal with horns. You have the driver guiding you and telling you about what you're looking at, what's coming up, giving you facts about it. You have the fact uh, the guide on the the truck itself. Um, the trucks are designed where you get quite a, a, a range of views it was amazing and spectacular oh it's i i love it i love it I, I i usually don't try to miss an opportunity to to go on it all right so you you your mind was blown by the safari you yeah. went on a crazy you went back in time to catch dinosaurs um back to the present to see half the animal uh, a lot of the animals i won't even go with half uh, the animals available in Africa. What did you do next? I'm sure um, you ate again because. After the safari, we went to Pandora, but I had us take a longer way just so I could see the otters because otters are my favorite animal. Oh, yes. And people may not realize there's a place to see otters. And do you remember where you saw those otters? Uh, it was somewhere near the tree, and if I can find my map within the next 10 seconds, somewhere around here. Oh, first try. Perfect. Let's see. The otters were near, they were near the tree. Mm-hmm. And near some bathrooms as well, apparently. Um, We've been the Tree of Life Gardens, I believe it's called. I think so. 
which is a night. A lot of people don't realize that there's all these trails around the Tree of Life where there is a bunch of animals in there as well to see. Yeah. That often go unnoticed, and it, it is a such a quiet and serene little place. That is that is my like one regret is that we didn't go that far on those trails because they looked absolutely gorgeous and wonderful. Emily, do not feel bad. A lot of people, like I said, don't even realize they're there. Yeah. So they they were there since opening. They'll still be there so next time. <laughs> the, as much as you did, I can guarantee there's a lot that you unfortunately didn't get to do. Yeah, it would take forever to be able to do everything at Disney. Absolutely. So Absolutely. There's fun. stuff that I haven't even done still. Like I said, I've been there an easy 30 plus times. Yeah, so after after the otters, we went to Pandora. And the first thing we did, um, more, other than take pictures of a bunny that we found, was we went to the Avatar Flight of Passage. Now, it was just my friend and I that went on this ride. And mm -hmm. it was an hour and a half wait. It was easiest. The, it was easily the longest wait that we had done this time or so far. And for just those two minutes, it was completely worth it. I was blown away by the Avatar Flight Passage because it was gorgeous. It's... A 3D ride, for those who don't know, it's a 3D ride where it feels like you're on the back of one of the Avatar's animals and you're riding and it's absolutely mind-blowingly amazing. You feel like you feel the thing breathing underneath you and just shifting and turning. Um, I went on it for the first time in August. That that part's been open for four, four years now. I want to say, approximately four years. Uh, and I, I never got a chance to to get there. Maybe even six. No, both boys were born. Had to have been four. Um, oh my goodness! No, Ryan's is Ryan's gonna be six. It would have been six years because he was he was he was I think it was his first trip, and they they were just. That part was going through the press preview, so I didn't get to go there because I didn't have the show then, so I couldn't have been pressed. Um, and I, I've never been able to make it to... I've been in Pandora, but I didn't get to go on that attraction for the first time till this, this past August. And it is it is spectacular. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to really describe that ride mm -hmm. uh, with true justice because of the scope of it. Um, yeah, my Ben, my brother, absolutely loves dragons, and the entire time I was on this ride, I was just thinking, I'm on the back of a dragon. Basically, it's one of the banshees. Yeah, I didn't even. I've never watched Avatar, so I didn't really connect it with that. But the entire time, I'm on the back of a dragon, and Ben loved this. It, it basically is. It, it's a base. It's a giant lizard flying creature. Um, it yeah. doesn't breathe fire, but that's that's not all dragons breathe fire. Some breathe water. Right. So I mean, it's besides that part. It, it, you know, 
It basically is a dragon. <laughs> so you, you get to rub that in your brother's face for a little bit. No, I'm not going to rub that in his face because, oh, he'd be so sad. <laughs> but as soon as I can get him to Disney World, I don't care how long the wait is, I'm getting him on that ride. That is the first thing we are doing. There you go. There you go. Awesome. No, that uh, congratulations for being able to do that. That is that is a, a fantastic attraction. I'm, I'm glad you got to do that one. Uh, did you do the other one in Pandora as well? Yes, we did the Navi River Journey. That was the last thing that we did that night. Okay. That was that was fun, and that was a break that I needed. It was it wasn't wild and crazy. It was relaxing and soothing and amazing. And that's one of my favorite attractions um, in the park because of that reason, where it is it's soothing, it's serene. It's you're just floating along and looking at this vast, lush alien world. Yeah. And you just hear this, the nature sounds and you see the creatures moving about and just it's almost going like on a nature walk. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And the song. Of course, the, the entire time, the entire time I'm sitting there going. Okay, what's going to happen? I know something's going to happen. Something's going to jump out of us or we can go down a waterfall or something. What's going to happen? But no, it was just relaxing and soothing. Yeah. No adventure, no surprise. No, the, the surprise is the, the shaman, shaman at the end singing her enchanting yeah. song. That was the only thing that was a surprise. Yeah, that, that's... That's it. And you, you hear the song as you progress through it. It's, it works its way into the, the sounds of nature. Yeah. So that is a wild first day. It was, it was in the entire time we're here, we have yet to have dinner. Oh, no. We get back to the hotel maybe 10, 11, and we don't have dinner until like 11.45. Wow. I hope you had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch. I don't remember what we did for lunch, but we scrounged up something. Okay. So you go to bed, just ate, crash, yeah. and then wake up super early the next morning, I guess. Mm-hmm. We wake up super early the next morning to go to Hollywood Studios. Ooh. Yeah. Very it's... different from Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios is by far my favorite, probably just because of Galaxy's Edge. I'd have to agree with you there in some aspects. Yeah. Um, let me let me blow your mind on this one. Before they added in Galaxy's Edge and and some stuff, Disney Hollywood Studios, which used to be called MGM Studios, Disney MGM Studios, was probably one of the world's largest hidden Mickey's. The entire park looked like Mickey Mouse from up above. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. That was, you know, back in 1989. Um, obviously, the park has evolved. They've expanded. It's changed. So that unfortunately is no longer true. But for a time period, it, it was. I, I don't know how familiar you were with the concept of hidden Mickey's. 
one thing we do we got to discuss beforehand i know that there's like mickey's hidden every the backings on the pins i got like six pins out of this experience all the backings on the pins were mickey's i got a jedi costume the hooks for the bells are mickey oh i didn't know that one yeah it's so cool i love it uh, if you looked on the top of any of the, the manhole covers, <laughs> there's a Mickey on in the center of all of them. You have a, a D, and then in the center of the D is a Mickey. Oh, um, yeah, I, I could dedicate months worth of show to hitting Mickey's and still not touch on all of them. Um, and they're always changing. Yeah. And some are intentional and some are not intentional, but it, it's a fun little, fun little additional thing. But so anyway, you so you get to the studios. What, what did you do for breakfast that day? Did, or breakfast, I guess, was at the hotel every day? Yeah, we had, uh, I had mini malted uh, waffles with bacon. Mini malted Mickey waffles, to be specific, mm. with mm. bacon. It was delicious. So you have now been indoctrinated to realize that food tastes better when it's Mickey-shaped. Apparently. <laughs> so, it's a weird <laughs> concept, I know. But it is, unfortunately, it's true. There, there's a weird truth to that. So I was very happy. When we finally got back the next morning, uh, my mother made us homemade waffles. And I was so happy to finally have homemade waffles. Oh, yes. Instead of these quickly thrown together before they have to leave waffles. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 nothing beats homemade. This is true. Yeah. So you get to the studios. And first thing you do is Tower of Terror, right? Nope. Okay. The entire time we were there, we were unable to go on Tower of Terror. I'm so sorry. We we tried to, but it was like a three-hour wait. Yeah. And we weren't going to do that. The only time we did like a three-hour wait was for Rise of the Resistance. Uh, If I had the choice, I would have gone with Rise of the Resistance, too. It was completely worth it. Um, No, but the first thing we did was Muppet, uh, Muppet Vision. That was the first thing that we did. I'm sure your dad would be proud. Yes. I loved Muppet Vision in every single second of it. Me too. That That is one of my, always one of my must-dos. Yeah. After Muppet Vision, we had ice cream again. Um, and then we went and met up with another one of my friends and her mother in front of the uh, Mickey and Minnie Railway, which used to be the Grand Theater. It is set up. It, the outside facade is uh, Man's Chinese Theater, and it used to be home to the ride called um, the Great Movie Ride mm-hmm. that just recently closed in the past few years. And right before the pandemic hit, they opened Mickey and Minnie's Monterey Railway, right? Still trying to make sure I get that title right, because it is a long one. Um, So I got to do that in August, and I was blown away, but I don't know about you. We never never went on that, but we did Monterey. We were able to do Monterey once. We went on a Monterey once to go. Where did did we do Monterey? I don't remember, but it was something. Right, you get to Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Um, 
But let's see, we met up with my friend in front of the railway. And then I think after that... Did you do the Mickey ride? No, we didn't do the Mickey ride. After that, what did we do? I can't remember if we went to go get lunch or if we did the rock and roller coaster. Oh, right, we went to go see if we could do the rock and roller coaster, but something broke down. So instead, we went back to the other side of the park to get lunch. Right. That's what we did. It's an unfortunate truth that, you know, rides do break down from time to time. Yeah. So we had lunch, and then we went... Did we do Star Tours? I think we did Star Tours... And then we went to go see how long the wait for Rise of the Resistance was. And that was like a three-hour wait. Yes. So the parents of the friend that... The parents of the friend that had taken me went and waited in that line. And the three of us went and did the Rock and Roller Coaster, which was my first loop-de-loop roller coaster. Okay, and that's a good one. Yeah. I hated the loop-de-loop. You'd probably get me to do it again. Maybe. But it was it was still fun, and I enjoyed it. What's the, it, it is a looping coaster, but it's not a big loop. Like yeah. some of the outdoor roller coasters. Since it's indoors, it is a little more constrained as, as far as in how big they can make yeah. some of the stunts. I was very glad about that. Yes. But I still wish I could have seen what I got myself into. (laughs) I went on two different roller coasters in the dark that I couldn't see what I was getting myself into. Only one of them goes on a loop. I could guarantee that. Yeah. I did Rock and Roller Coaster. And then when we went to Magic Kingdom, I did Space Mountain. Classic. Yeah, Space. And then, let's see, after the Rock and Roller Coaster which was about an hour and a half wait. We walked back to Galaxy's Edge, which was on the other side of the park. Yep. And we met up with them in line for Rise of the Resistance. And Rise of the Resistance was absolutely amazing. And I loved it. And I wish I had had my costume before then. (laughs) Because after Rise of the Resistance and the other whatever else we did. Bugger the last thing we did that night was get costumes. And uh, that was awesome. But think how hot you would have been walking around in your Jedi robes. Yeah, that would have... I still wore it for Epcot. The entire okay. day walking around wearing my Jedi robe for Epcot. And I didn't care how hot I got. I eventually took it off like once but so i saw a picture online that your father posted while you're in the studios of now just like the real uh grams chinese theater in hollywood this one does have the handprints and footprints of characters around and there was one particular one that you were able to find I did Jim Henson, and I put my hands in as a special request of Dad to recreate a photo that he once did. What was that like? In a word, inspirational. 
inspirational. It was amazing to be like in the same place I did Jim Henson's hands. It was amazing. And then we walked around and I found like other people's handprints. I think I saw George Lucas, mm-hmm. other people who I don't remember. And it was amazing to like see what they had done and be able to put your hands in a place where they'd once put theirs. It was spectacular. You know, Jim did that not too long before he passed away. Yeah, that was one of the last things that he did. Yeah. And you got to put your hands right where his hands were. Yeah. It was amazing. And a I'm lot keeping... of people overlook that too. That's something that a lot of people yeah. could easily overlook because people are looking all over, but not too many people look down. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's special. That, that is really special. And, and particularly since that's something that your father did when he yeah. was younger and there at some point. So. That that's a nice little. It was, it was, and I was happy and that I was able to do that. Yes. Yeah, so was I. When I saw that picture, I got, I was excited. So, you did rides, you did Star Tours, you did Rock and Roll Coaster, you did Muppet Vision. Love the top attractions there. Did, any other ones that you're able to get to? I did Smuggler's Run, and I got to fly the Millennium Falcon. Oh. I got to check that off the... I thought I would never be able to do it, but I did it, bucket list. Did you know that Honda was going to be there? No, I didn't. And I... I, minute I saw him, Honda Bonaka, and I whipped out my phone and, like, took pictures and a video. And when I got back, Dad told me that that was an animatronic and yeah. i did not believe him it, but yeah that's an animatronic and it's uh-huh. one of like the best animatronics in the parks and it was i was convinced it was a human being no no it, it is completely it's yeah animatronic it is voiced by jim cummins so it is the same voice but it is a spectacular, spectacular animatronic. And uh, um, the, what they've been able to do with the AA figures recently is just absolutely mind-blowing. I, you should look up the Rocket Raccoon animatronic from Disney's California Adventure. Uh, that's another just unbelievable animatronic that um, runs about introducing the um, mission break no yeah mission breakout guardians of the galaxy mission breakout and california adventure okay i just wrote that down so and you got to fly the millennium falcon that was how, so how cool how easy is that that was one of the best not, things. it's not easy no it's not I was doing the left-right controls, and it was not easy. 
No, my, my son and I did it. He did the left, right. I did the up, down. There was a couple times I had to reach over and help him with the left, right. Yeah. It, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. And a little push will, like, send you flying to the left or flying to the right. But it was so much fun. In the detail. When you yeah. walked into the, the waiting area where you're on the Millennium Falcon, and you see the, the holographic uh, chess table, couch and that was amazing i took pictures of that as well because i'm a tourist apparently and let's step back a moment what was it like the first time you walked around that corner and you saw the millennium falcon sitting there i don't even know how to describe it it was <sighs> to me things like elation um yeah it, it it it's beyond words really yeah i was i was so excited i was excited and i'm like i'm on the millennium falcon and i'm gonna get to fly the millennium falcon and i'm gonna have so much fun on the millennium falcon yeah that is a one-to-one -one scale replica wow that's amazing yeah, it was breathtaking and beautiful and detailed and Disney knowing how to make people want to come back to their parks and spend more money. <laughs> Sadly, the last part is right. But just to come back to the parks in general, yes, it, it's um, we have another trip planned coming up and. Out of everything possible to do, the thing I think I'm the most excited about, because I feel I really didn't get to do enough. And I went to the Hollywood Studios twice my last trip. I didn't get to do enough of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Even though there's only the two attractions. But I did a fair amount. I did the two attractions. I built a droid. And I did Sabi's workshop to build my own lightsaber. How cool. Um, I'll send you a picture of it. That. And I did a yellow blade. Initially, I did a red blade, and I, but I bought myself a yellow because yellow wasn't an option initially. Um, but there's just so much as far as the detailing and things to walk around and look at and experience. Um, there is the, but one of the water fountains. There is the creature from New Hope. Wherever they're in the garbage dump. Oh, really? Yeah, you go to one of the water fountains and they have the eyeball popping up. Huh. See, I never saw that. Yeah. See, Another shop has a replica of the Sarlacc of what it actually looks like underneath the sand. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So, oh, yeah, there, is cool. there is so much, uh, so much to do to experience there. It, it, yeah. it is. We got to drink blue milk. Did you get to do that? Yeah, we got to drink blue milk, and that was... I didn't think I would like it, but I did, and it was delicious. I, and then I had back, it, and I hear a lot of people, like, knocking it. I actually didn't mind it. I thought I thought it was nice. Yeah. The green milk isn't, I heard, isn't worth it, but the blue milk was absolutely delicious. I didn't get to try the green milk, and I'm trying to hold, reserve judgment. Yeah. And then if you're over 21, you get to experience them in a different way, too. Hmm. So, 
Uh, anything else from the studios? Um, let me think. I don't think. Oh, we got to see one of the. We got to see one of the shows. We got to see the Beauty and the Beast show. Oh, nice. That was that was a good Beauty and the Beast. They compacted a lot into like half an hour, and I was they impressed. Do. And I had I've if I've taken anything away from this trip, it's that I have a new respect for those Disney performers. Oh, Especially it, it, those Magic Kingdom. They're like everywhere and it's costume changes and this and that and that and that. And it's got to be so stressful. But whatever they are paid, it is not enough. And I know that it is not that's enough. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. But it was amazing. And of course we had even more ice cream at Hollywood Studios. That was the one consistent thing from each of the parks. We had to have at least one ice cream from each of the parks. Nice. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So you woke up the next morning again super early after going to bed really late. Actually, I think... I don't remember if it was Epcot or somewhere else, but there was one morning where we didn't actually have to wake up early. And okay. they let us sleep in. And we slept oh, in nice. until like 9.50. Sleeping in compared to 7 or whatever time you normally get up for a school day. Yeah. But that was, I'm so happy that we finally got to sleep in. Um, let's see. Tuesday, we went to Epcot. Okay. I loved Epcot. If you loved Epcot now, you should see without the construction walls. <laughs> yeah. First thing we did at Epcot is we did like Nemo SeaWorld and we went through that. And that was fun. And then we went and we saw all the animals, like the dolphin and the fishies and sea cows and more dolphins and fishies. And that was fun. Until mm -hmm. one point, that was the world's largest aquarium. That was the world's largest aquarium? And uh, until maybe 10 years ago, yeah. Huh. So they built that in 80... What year did they build that? 86? I remember now. Because that's, that's not an opened, opening day pavilion. It doesn't seem like that big of an aquarium. It seems, of course, I only saw a small portion of it, but. It's a, it's a little bigger than I think you, uh, most people realize. Yeah. And unless if you go to the restaurant, you don't see the full thing either. Yeah. Um, after we went, after we did Nemo SeaWorld, we went and we did, um, oh, there was a butterfly. There was a butterfly pavilion set up where you could go in and you could see all the butterflies. And that yes. was gorgeous. Yes, because yeah. you're there for food and garden. That's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, so you got a little you got one of the uh 
um, celebrations that they they do there. Um, they, uh, because we went, we went during flower and garden, flower and yeah, garden, food and wine, holidays, and we got to see the butterflies, and that was so cool. And I had to drag my friend out because she was, she could have been in there for hours, I swear. But I had to drag her out, unfortunately. Um, then we went to Figment's Imagination. Mm-hmm. That was new and fun, I think. That was it was new. It was interesting to say the least. It's I hate to tell you this, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Not what it used to be, but it's enjoyable for what yeah. it is. I I love Figment, but I've known Figment for since the early days. Uh when you had Dreamfinder and Dreamfinder you'd actually meet Figment and Dreamfinder outside Part of the pavilion. Um, Dreamfinder would be holding Figment, and Fig- you get to interact with Figment. He'd like to take people's hats. Of course. Uh, yeah. So it it it's not what it used to be, but it's it's still enjoy for me. It's so enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, Eric Idles um, doing the best that he can. Though the moon part does freak me out. I one of the one of the parents that took me um, after like I don't remember if it was three years or three trips finally got his hands on a figment plushie <laughs> that he had apparently been searching for for a while. So, yay! Awesome! Congratulations on that. All right. So from there, what what else did you get to? Uh from. There we went. What did we do? Oh, we got um, we got some kind of like cake thing that was delicious. That was yummy. And then we went to Canada. Then we went to Canada. And that did you try poutine? No, we didn't stay in Canada for very long. But okay, I got uh, my first. I got my flower garden pin at Canada. That was nice. And then we went to England, and we stayed a a lot longer in England. I got my grandfather black black licorice in England. I got my mother some herbal tea, and I got dad a Beatles t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I spent a lot of money. That is unfortunately very easy to do. Yeah, I I went to the trip with two hundred forty dollars plus some for emergencies, and by I swear by like the first day I spent half of it. <laughs> Probably not half, but I got um I got ears. I got. Oh, you have to get ears your first trip. Yeah, I got ears. I got a pin. I feel like there was something else I got. I don't remember, but there was, it was very easy and very, yeah, it was all really easy to spend money. Yeah. And I learned quickly. So, it, let's see. I, unfortunately, you didn't get to experience it to the full extent of Epcot because traditionally, 
and it will be coming back, but because of the pandemic, they haven't been able to do it for, um, since 2020. That each of the pavilions, the cast members working there, majority to almost all of them, are from their respect those respective countries. Right. That was... I think we got to experience that a little bit when we went to France. That was that was really cool. Um, Did you get to go on Remy? No, we didn't get to go on Remy. I but haven't Remy, been on it either, so. Remy had a very long wait. Yeah, it's brand new. We didn't feel like waiting in that many lines. Yeah, that, so, that's brand new attraction. Yeah. Um. And after England, I think, hold on, let me see if I can find the map to make this easier on my brain. Oh, there we go. This time it was second try. Um... After England, we went to, yeah, after England, uh, we went on the gondolas, which was fun. And we actually, we went from England and we went back to Hollywood Studios and we spent some time there and went on Star Tours again. And then we went back to England. Or we went so back on your first trip, you park hopped and got to go on the Skyliners. Yeah, that was fun. I had so much fun. And I think that was when I got a bow staff. I got Ray's bow staff. And I spent the rest of the day beating my friend up with it. <laughs> we both got one. And I beat her up with it. Because I've had experience with fake weapons before. Nice. And you got to do Star Tours twice. So you got to see different aspects of it because uh-huh. there is over 50 something variations of that ride that was cool um the first time we ended up we got caught by vader and we ended up on i think it was Endor. and the second time we got caught by vader again and we ended up oh i can never remember the ice planet from empire strikes back oh. i can never remember yeah I can never remember the name of that thing. Um, and that was fun. Oh, actually, the first time we went on Star Tours, I forgot to mention this earlier, but the first time we went on Star Tours, my friend was the spy. And if oh. we switched seats, I would have been the spy. Oh. I was so upset. Because I love being, I love being the rebel. I yeah, love I, I, I have, haven't been selected to be the spy. I've been selected on some other attractions for some other reasons. But I, I I haven't been the spy on on that attraction yet. Yet, yeah. I'm I'm working for it. That was fun. And then let's see, we got back on the gondolas. We went back, and we yeah we went to France, and we went we got crepes, and that was delicious. I got a ham and cheese one, and then I got a chocolate hazelnut one. Ooh. They were so good. They are. They were absolutely delicious. They, they are fantastic. 
Yeah. And I've had a strawberry one. It's just so good. So and, light, um, airy, fluffy, fresh. And then I got to um, experience Orangina, which is a French drink, which I don't remember what it's like, but I'm currently taking French in school and this has been recommended by my teacher so much and I finally got to experience it and I'm so happy. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel on it though because it has like a sharp, bitter taste. And I'm not, well, I enjoy sharp, bitter tastes. But it, on the contrary, it was also really yummy. So <laughs> I'm still not sure where I fall on that. It's a conflict. Yeah. Uh, after France, we went to Morocco and there um, we got some flatbread, some lamb, and I don't remember what else, but there was something else. And I thought I wouldn't enjoy the flatbread because, you know, it had all this different stuff on it, and I didn't really like that stuff. Like, I think it had, like, olives on it, and mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy olives. And I loved it. It was so good. The sour cream helped. It was, and I enjoyed the lamb and whatever else. And Marco, I loved that. That was absolutely delicious for me you know the king of morocco himself actually sent his workers there to help build that place oh that's so cool yeah so it really does have like the accurate mostly culture yeah. a lot of there's a lot of the each country's culture really put into uh to each of the pavilions yeah that was Marco's fun. And then we went to Japan. And I was so disappointed because there was, um, I think I had spent, like, all of my money that day already. Uh -huh. But there was a fan I really liked in Japan. And I had to go, no, do not spend your emergency money. No. And I was so sad. So next time I have to bring more money. And get that fan because it was purple and I love purple. And there was something else we had in Japan. It was like um it was like sushi, but it wasn't sushi. I don't remember what it was called, but it was delicious. I think so, yeah. It was so good and I loved it. And then um we went to America and <laughs> And who shows up for America, but... Uh, and then we went to America. And um, surprisingly, that's where I didn't enjoy the food. I got like a pulled rib steak or something, and I didn't enjoy that. It was a very stereotypical old Nick. Very American. Unfortunately, that is mostly where our night ended. We got to listen to a concert. And... And then we got to see um, we got to see the show for that night. Each Harmonious. night we got to see the show, except for Hollywood Studios. We were never able to see the show from the Hollywood Studios. And I absolutely loved the show for Epcot. It was amazing. I um I haven't seen it in person. I I do listen to the music often because it's it's available on streaming services. And I, I, I love the music, and I always love 
Disney's nighttime shows. Yeah. They they do it. I highly recommend seeing Epcot's show because it's absolutely amazing. I loved it so much. I'm glad. I, I, I am so happy to hear that. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, that's where our night ended in, because it was 9 o'clock and we had to go. And that's when our bus was late. That was <laughs> well, not- that, that, that's an unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate reality with public transportation. And um, my friend uh, went to Lala's, and uh, apparently she hadn't been given. We started to go a little insane that night, um, her more than me. And luckily, I got um, some lavender soap from England, and I was like, smell this, and it calmed her down. And it was, it was absolutely hilarious. Um but yeah, and then something really cool happened outside Epcot. Uh, we were joined by two other families, one of which was from England, the other one, I don't know where they were from, but they had like a southern accent. And um, I had to lend one of them my chargers because their phones were dead. Um, but it was it was so cool because we went to Epcot and got to meet all these people. And then we got to meet people who weren't working there, but were from like other parts of either America or the world, and it was amazing, and I loved it. Um, it it's truly a, a cultural experience. Um, yeah. You're learning about the different countries and the cultures. You, you don't need a ride to learn about places. Yeah. And just walking through, looking in the shops to see the different things. The food is an important part of culture throughout, yeah. around the world. And being able to experience the different type of foods like you did is is such a a huge cultural exchange yeah and i was so happy it was so much fun i'm, I'm sad happy that you got to do that that's sad we weren't able to make it to like italy and germany and china norway and mexico because i think i would have also enjoyed trying foods from there especially norway or like italy because i love italian food i absolutely love italian um but I think we had planned to go back Wednesday, but we just never got the chance because there's so much to do in Magic Kingdom. Yes. So your next day was Magic Kingdom? Yep, that was Magic Kingdom. And right off the bat, we were there for maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and I already got to see a parade. And that was so cool. The Festival of Fantasy Parade? I'm not entirely sure, but it was a parade. Did it have a big uh, steampunk dragon? Yes. Festival of Fantasy, yes. Okay, that was so cool. And I loved it. Um, After that, we went and we got Starbucks because we were all hungry and tired I needed a chai, they needed coffee or whatever, and needed food. So that was nice to be able to go and just, okay, this is where we are going to go. And we went. And then we did, I think it's Space Mountain. And I did yet another roller coaster in the dark. That was fun. No, I did, I did enjoy Space Mountain. There is a lot of history with Space Mountain. 
because there are space mountains in Disney parks all over the world. The one you went on is the original. Oh, Not cool. only is it the original Space Mountain, it is the world's first indoor roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, that is so cool. See, I'm learning so much, and I have to write this down. Space Mountain first indoor roller coaster. What was it like to see Cinderella's castle for the first time? So on the monorail going, I'm seeing glimpses of the top and I'm taking pictures every single time I see it. And then we get there and pull up and walk in and there it is. And we were able, um, my friend's parents took like pictures of me and my friend in front of the castle. And it was so cool. And I just got the pictures the other day. And it was absolutely amazing. And then it got like 10 times better at night when it was all lit up. Oh, it, it's so beautiful. And it you is. got to see it decorated for the 50th. And I think that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind. That not only is this your first trip, you got to do it during the 50th celebration of yeah. Walt Disney World. That park's been open for 50 years. And they're, of course, obviously celebrating it, and you got to be part of that, which is yeah. something super special. It, it was absolutely amazing. And then um, we got to see, we got, yeah, it was, that was so cool. And then we went to um, the laugh floor for Monsters, Inc. Oh, yes. That was absolutely hilarious. I got to be that guy. You got to be that guy? I got to be that guy. Oh. You got to be that guy. I was that guy. You got to be that guy. Oh. Okay, that is awesome. If you've never been on the laugh floor and you're going, what's the big deal about being that guy? I'm not going to tell you because you have to do the laugh floor and find out for yourself who that guy is. Go do laugh floor. It is completely worth it. And it's not that long of a wait either. It was only no. Like typically, 15, it's not. It was only like fifteen minutes or so. Usually, the wait has to do with just waiting for the current show to end and then yeah. exit, and you could get to uh, fill in. That was so much fun. Um, what do we do next? I'm trying to see if you did one of my favorite attractions, or which is in Tomorrowland. Um. I think next we went and we did. Did you do the people mover? Hmm? Did you do the people mover? No, we didn't do the people mover. <sighs> all right. All right. That is my one of my favorite attractions. Again, kind of like Navi River, where it's just kind of peaceful. It's that blue tr- uh, train that runs the perimeter of Tomorrowland up top. I'm sure you saw it moving around. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's the people mover. That one is one that I've always loved and enjoy. I'm trying to think what we did next. It's bugging me that I can't remember. You got to see the Tron attraction being built. Mm-hmm. God. What did 
we go? We went to. Hmm. Oh, we went to the Swiss Family Treehouse and we walked Ooh. through that. That was fun. And then we kind of just walked around for a little bit. We did. Yeah, we walked around for a little bit. Uh, we did uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Which That's was a classic. so cool. I loved the Enchanted Tiki Room. Just don't make the birds angry. Yeah, don't make the birds angry. But the Enchanted Tiki Room was so much fun. Oh, and we did Jungle Cruise. Oh, did you know awesome. that elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the jungle? I wish I had a memory like that. <laughs> so yeah, Jungle Cruise was a lot of fun. And there was something I learned. What was it? Oh, right. Did you know that elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the jungle? I wish I had a memory like that. The amount of jokes and puns that they put into that. It didn't fully start off that way. And it the attraction has evolved into that. Um, but the backside of water has always been one of the world's best wonders. Yeah. Um, we, so the, obviously last year, the, the jungle cruise movie came out on Disney plus. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. I haven't. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever because it's not, but particularly after you've gone on the attraction and then you watch the movie, the amount of lines that are in the movie that, uh, Dwayne Johnson says, that come out of the attraction. There's actually a lot of yeah. the puns in there. And I've I've heard that it actually makes the, the movie just so much funnier. Yes, because you you kind of get it. Yeah, it was so cool. And my favorite joke on the entire ride was, did you know that elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the jungle? I wish I had a memory like that. I've been repeating that since I got back. Uh-huh. We repeated it for about five minutes after we got off the ride. It was absolutely hilarious. By the end of the day, all we had to say was, did you know? And we'd all burst out laughing. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I've annoyed my friends with that ever since. It's been the best thing ever. You, you keep doing that. With yes. my permission, you keep doing that. Yeah, I'm not stopping. Um, what else did we go on? We went to go on the, we got to go on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Excellent. That was fun. I got wet, but it was fun. Um, my poor bag got soaked, but. Oh, no. That was because I foolishly put it on the wet ground. It can happen. So it was my own fault, but I'm still so sad. But it, it's dried by now. I, um, I'd hope so. It, it's yeah. not as well as it probably would have gone on Splash Mountain. Yeah, we went on Splash Mountain. Luckily, my bag wasn't with me for that part. Uh-oh. That's a story for later. Um, after... Right, after that, we went and we did... Um, we got to see another character parade while eating uh, the cavalcades. Uh, 
Pound, yeah, pound cake. Uh, we got to see yet another character parade, and I got to see Mary Poppins, and I was oh, so nice. happy. Um, I absolutely love Mary Poppins, and she's a huge part of my childhood. Um, so I was so happy that I got to see Mary Poppins, and I got to see Bert, and it was the best. Oh, I loved that. Um, and then we went and we did Haunted Mansion, and I Haunted Mansion was so cool. I loved Haunted Mansion. And it's my youngest son's favorite attraction. He, he, every day he talks about it. He has a Haunted Mansion blanket that's designed like the, the wallpaper. I may or may not have Haunted Mansion Crocs that I wear. Uh, it's it's a, another just iconic attraction. Yeah. And so now, of course, I have to go watch the uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion special again, understanding it all. And yes, and then there, you have to explain it to your father. Yeah, and then I got a I got a book from my aunt. Um, unfortunately, I ended up uh, we packed everything up quickly and left. And when we got back, I was for Easter. We all gathered, and I was going to bring all the souvenirs and give them to them. And I couldn't find the book. And I was so oh. sad. But apparently my friends, it had gotten packed in with their stuff. So I have it oh, now. And I'm so happy. And I was so worried because I spent money on that book. Right, right. Of course, money that I got from my grandparents and parents. But, you know, I still spent money on that book. Money, the intent was there. You you were excited about giving it to, yeah. So. Yeah, I, that was the present that I was most excited to get. Because my aunt loves, like, creepy ghost stories. And she's uh-huh. like, my cousin with that love and i was so disappointed when i couldn't find it i was in tears i was so sad um but i have it the next time i see her i'm going to give it to her oh i'll be at my grandparents house tomorrow i'll ask if we can stop by because it's like a three minute drive there you go and it would have been after this episode uh, before this episode airs so she'll know nothing about it um, so yeah, after Haunted Mansion, we went on It's a Small World. Uh, another must do. And the coolest part that happened here was my friend's mother, um, found some people that she thought might have been, like, some distant cousins, but apparently they, like, they happened to know her family. So it really was a small world. Yeah. And that was so cool. That we got is to cool. Find them on the ride and get to interact with the little people that they had, and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, that was fun. And then I had it's small world stuck in my head for about a, five to ten it's minutes. A world of laughter, a world of tears, a yeah. world of hope, and a world of fears. It was. <sighs> um. After It's a Small World, I think we went and we got dinner. I'm fairly certain that's what we did. Yeah, I think we went and we got dinner. And um, what did I have for dinner? I had something. Oh, I had a PB&J sandwich because I decided to be a little kid. I have and that's okay. I'm a five-year-old at heart. That is absolutely okay, particularly when you're in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. 
Um, but we went and we got dinner. And then after dinner, because um, my birthday was April 19th, and this was about a week or so before then, I we were celebrating my birthday the entire time. And I got to eat this uh, white chocolate Mickey Mouse cake. And it was so good. Yeah, like I said, everything tastes better in Mickey Mouse shape. Yep. Disney knows how to do a lot of things wrong, but something they can do right is cake. They oh, know yeah. how to do cake. Cake oh, is yes. absolutely delicious. Um, and while we were eating, the show for the Magic Kingdom started up. We were looking out the window and watching it. And then we went out and watching and listening. I actually teared up because I missed... I missed my younger brother so much. Aww. And I FaceTimed him before we went into the restaurant. I FaceTimed him. And I said hi. And I told him I missed him. And oh, it was so sad. But I only had to wait like three or so more days before I could see him. And I was happy for that. Yeah. Um, How was Enchanted? Yeah, it was. It really is enchanting. Um, and I got, I figured out how Tinkerbell flies. She uses her wings. There you go. Absolutely. Um, and what else? Uh, the sh- yeah, the show was amazing. And fireworks were awesome. And the lights and the sound. Beautiful. It blew all of the other shows out of the water. And it was absolutely mind blowingly breath. It was mind blowing and it was breathtaking and enchanting and just like it was Disney. Yep. There really is no way to give it justice. Um We we went and um, we went and we went under the castle, and I was taking pictures of the murals, and it was about my third, like second or third picture before I realized, oh, this is Cinderella's story. Yeah. Um, but it was absolutely gorgeous. And then we, we walked around a little bit more. And we went to Frontierland. And there we did, um, what did we do? I don't remember what we did. On Frontierland, you have the Country Bear Jamboree. You have Splash Mountain. You have we did, Big Thunder Railroad. Yeah, we did Big Thunder Railroad. And that was fun. Uh, another big roller coaster, and that was, I loved it though. Loved Big Thunder Mountain. Um, it was easy, it was easily the largest roller coaster I've ever been on. Um, and then we the went, wildest train in the wilderness. Yes. And then we went on Splash Mountain. I loved Splash Mountain. Of course, we get in line, and I go, I see the sign, and I go, it's a 50-foot plunge? Yeah. You 
maybe it was a 50-foot plunge. Yes, it is. So, um, yeah. And I, you will get wet. Yeah, I did get, I got sopping wet. Luckily, I didn't have my bag this time, so. Um, but we made friends, um, we made friends with a college junior who was in front of us. And we oh, were nice. talking with her while we were waiting in line. It was so much fun. Um, so yeah, Splash Mountain was the last thing we did that night. And it, it got me hyped and excited for the water park the next morning. Because despite the fact that it was a freaking 50-foot plunge, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, another attraction I'll have to tell you about at another point is the... Um, not at Typhoon Lagoon, at Typhoon Lagoon's sister park, Blizzard Beach, is Summit Plummet. My daughter did that. I haven't had the nerve to do it. It is a water slide that is taller than 50 feet. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> so I, I will have to, I'll, I'll have to send you the pictures or a link or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't do heights very often, so... Me, that... me neither. Fun. Um, no, it really was fun, and I loved it. Um, and that was the last thing that we did that night. Well, that's a good way to end it. Heading back to the hotel. At which point we all crashed yet again, and then got up the next morning to go to Typhoon Lagoon which was so much fun. Typhoon, uh, at Typhoon Lagoon, we met up with my other friend again. Um, and the same one we met up with, Holly, uh, with at Hollywood Studios. And uh, we exchanged what we had been doing, and we caught up, and it was so much fun. Um, and apparently, she went on, she'd been going to Universal, and she went on the Hulk roller coaster, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, not six times, but seven different times. Jeez. Yeah. Well. Twice in a row, and then I don't remember what happened with the other five, but she went on the Hulk roller coaster seven times. I don't know of many people that will be willing to go on that seven times in a row. She was the same. What I've heard. She was the same friend that pushed us to do the rock and roller coaster with the loop de loop. Yeah, uh, she must. Yeah, one of those roller coaster people. Um, yeah. I, I've never been to Universal. I, I haven't gone to the. You know, you know, Lion King, where uh, Simba is standing there. Young Simba is standing there with Mufasa and. Simba's go. What's that dark area? And there, there's a meme online going uh, of Mufasa saying, "Well, that's Universal Studios. We must never <laughs> go there." Uh, I, I haven't been. Not that I don't want to one day get there. I, I do definitely one day want to go there. I, I, I just haven't until recently had much of a draw to go there. I, so I, it is something that I, I do want to go there and experience it and, and see what they do, especially now with all the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, I want to go to Universal just because of Harry Potter, because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I'll have to send you some other something else that I did this week, uh, this past week. But 
Yeah. So yes, you you met up. You uh, catching up at Typhoon. Um, Typhoon. We had the most freedom at Typhoon. Uh, we went to like the wave pool and we did some water slides and we saw so many little lizards and we had so much fun at Typhoon Lagoon. Um, just playing or there was like one point where like they both. Both of my friends ended up scraping themselves Ooh. in the wave pool, but we got past that and everyone's okay now. Good. And then the friend that said, one of my friends said that she wasn't going to go back in the wave pool. She wasn't going to do it. And then where did I find her later? In the wave back pool. in the wave pool. Of course. But we had so much fun playing. And then while my other friend took a nap, we were playing in the wave pool. And it was so much fun. Um. Yeah, I I loved Typhoon Lagoon. It was awesome. Uh, despite the fact that I forgot to bring my goggles, I oh. still loved it. Uh, I'm glad you had a, a good time anyway. Yeah. Did I go on a lot of the slides? Uh, I got to go on... What did we go there was like an adventure falls that we went on. There were two water slides next to where we were like sitting that I went on. There was like a fall. There was another thing that I don't remember the name of. And we went on the Lazy River, which was. I awesome. love the Lazy River. Yeah. The Lazy River was fun. I <laughs> I annoyed my friends and then. Um, they came after me, so I ended up uh, hopping what tube I was. I did tube hopping because I needed to get away from them. Sometimes that is a necessity. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had so much fun annoying each other, picking at each other, saying, Did you know that elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the jungle? I wish no. I had memory like that. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, yeah, Typhoon Lagoon was fun, and then that was after, by the end of Typhoon Lagoon, our, my feet hurt, Oh yeah. and my shoulders were burned, and then we went to Disney Springs, and we were going to walk around and we were shopping, but we were all just so tired. Yeah, Disney Springs is huge. Yeah, we were so tired, and we just didn't have the energy so we did maybe half or so of it okay dinner um i had pizza bread for dinner which was really yummy where'd you uh, get that blaze i don't remember some i don't remember what it was called someplace near one of the entrances or exits it was near the carousel um I think yeah, there's a few places to get pizza. Yeah. Um, and then we went and did a little bit of shopping, and I got um, I got a Merida pin, which was my last pin purchase. And then we were looking at the special limited release pins, and I was like, oh, these are so cool, and they have a Sabine pin, and I love Sabine. I have no more money. I'll just, I'll have to let it go. 
And then because it was my birthday, one of my friends was like, hey, can we, can we get this for Emily? And they got they got me that pin, and that was my birthday present from them. And I was so happy. And so uh, oh, I have the best friends. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So that was, and then we went back to the hotel. And it was only like a 0.7 mile walk. So it wasn't that bad, but it was still really, I was so tired. And then we crashed. And then the next morning was our final day. We had a flight to catch at like 7.20 uh, at night, 7.20 p.m. And we had to be out of the hotel by 12. So we got up, we packed everything up. We washed everything. Apparently the dryer at the hotel didn't work well. So our stuff wasn't that dry, um, but we had to pack it up anyway. Um, and then after everything was packed up, we left the room, uh, and then we went back to Disney Springs because we were a little more rested and, like, able to walk. Good. So we walked around Disney Springs for a little while, um, and we did the full lap, and we had fun. And we went shopping. Oh, and we had we had some chicken wings, and that was delicious. That guy's chicken. Yeah. Nice. And I got a Oreo milkshake. That's mm. so good, and I needed that. Um. And then we went and we caught our flight, but we nearly it was a close call. Maybe ten minutes gap. Um, because the shuttle bus that was supposed to take us to the airport never showed up. Oh, no. So we had to, like, call Mears and, like, the, uh, the, both of the parents that took me were calling or someone else calling. And, like, hi, yep, we need, a, we need a shuttle. We need something to take us. We have a flight to catch. But we luckily made it. Um, and then... We landed sometime around 10. Miracle happened at the airport. Literally, like, every flight was delayed or canceled, except for ours. Wow. We got so lucky. Especially considering that, like, when we went down, it was delayed. It was supposed to, like, we were supposed to board at 7.20. No, we had to board at 8.20. This time we were actually boarding at 7.20. And we sat, and it was, I unfortunately didn't get a wink of rest, but my friend, we were sitting next to each other, and, like, she orders some food, and they're going to get it, and she puts down her tray table, and she's so tired, and she just, like, rests her head, and barely even 30 seconds later, she's asleep. So I got to eat her food, um, so it didn't go to waste. Good. Um, don't, waste, don't waste food. Yeah, no. But I got to eat her food, and oh, we were so tired. And we finally got back in, like, ten-something or so. And then we had to wait for someone to pick us up, and then we drove 
to McDonald's and we got, I got French fries. Um, and then we went home and we got back around two-ish again. <sighs> and I was so tired. Gee, I wonder why. It's not like you've been running around multiple miles at a Disney park for six yeah. days. Yeah. I got like 15,000 plus steps each day. There were two days where I got like 20,000 steps. It was Oh, so you did track it. That's good. Yeah, it was completely unbelievable. And unfortunately, I lost a charging port, a hat. Yeah, a charging port and a hat at Disney. But, you know, I can lose a charging port and a hat. At least I didn't lose a luggage. Exactly. Baggage. Out of things to lose, that's not so bad. At least I didn't lose my phone. No, you didn't that lose your phone. You didn't lose luggage. Didn't lose my wallet. Didn't lose. Yeah, I didn't lose anything important. You didn't lose a parent or a kid. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't lose any humans. Um, but it was. I loved Disney. It was so much fun. So just just to prove a point, I was just going through my one cabinet here. Here is Hollywood Studio map. And you kind of can date this because you have Roger Rabbit, Kermit the Frog, and Mickey Mouse all on the front of this map. And there is no, if you open it up, there's no Tower of Terror. There's no Rock and Roller Coaster. Wow. Wow. That's like. From 19, wow. This map is from 1989. Mine is from uh, a week ago. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. The, the beauty of these is that. You have these maps to is a great and free memento that you can get from your experience at the park. So cool. And it's amazing to see how much the maps have developed and the parks have gotten bigger. Here's another one from several years later. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, it is is a wonderful thing to, to have to hold on to. To enjoy, to remind you of your experiences and times. So, Emily, we have now gone through your your trip. What would you say are some of yours top five Disney World firsts? Your, the things that kind of stood out from you. It could be anything from an attraction to a park to an experience to food to um Things that you saw, characters that you met, to food, anything that you like, or even a, a quick pun that you might have heard on an attraction. Hmm. Well, I think like in no particular order. It doesn't have to be in an order. <laughs> biggest, let's say, um, uh, pun. The pun that I have taken away is um, it's my new favorite pun, and I will never stop repeating it. Uh, it is, did you know that elephants have the largest and best memory of all the animals in the jungle? 
I wish I had a memory like that. That so is obviously the Jungle Cruise left yeah. somewhat of an impression on you. Jungle Cruise was amazing and it was absolutely hilarious. Um Uh, Rise of the Resistance. That was absolutely amazing. I loved Rise of the Resistance. And you know, if you go on it, there is multiple tracks. There is? Yes. Oh, that is so cool. Okay. Yeah, I was sad that we didn't get to go on it twice. Because um, if we had, I would have back-talked the officer. um, Because I could and because it would have been fun, and because I have this whole story in my head about, like, it's complicated. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would have back talked to the officer and been like, how do you know that we're rebels? What proof do you have? For all you know, we could be tourists. For all you know, we could be on Star Tours. For all you know, I could be a Jedi, which I'm not a Jedi. Why would I be a Jedi? I um I I I pulled something similar. I was wearing a Mandalorian shirt, <laughs> and my wife's cousin who was with us had a Rebel shirt. So obviously she stood out, and so they're playing off of that. And he looks at me and go, "I'm a Mandalorian." Goes, what is that? That sounds like trouble. Like so, I kind of play yeah. off on him on that on that one. So, um, you definitely can do that. It was so much fun. And next time we go, I will be having a lot more fun there. Um, and of course, the ride is navigate, um, is narrated by James Arnor Taylor. Oh. Huh. So Obi-Wan, but he's playing the, the Admiral. He's playing a different character. Yeah. He's the Corellian. But yeah, it's uh, James Arnold Taylor. Uh, uh, narr- narrating the attraction oh. and someone your father and I might have talked to is also in the attraction I'm trying to think of who you guys have talked to I'll, I'll make it easy for you nine them ah uh, yes so yes uh, Mike Quinn yeah. uh, did participate in that so Yes, there's another connection for you. Sitting there grinning the entire time. It's we brought someone who's not a Star Wars fan on the attraction, and they were blown away with just how amazing that ride is. It truly is, absolutely, wow. And I've got to go on again because, yeah, it was just that awesome. Yeah. So let's see, Jungle Cruise and Rise of the Resistance, um, all, all of Epcot, all of Epcot. I loved all of Epcot. It, I got to experience different cultures without having to buy multiple different plane tickets. It saves on the, the mileage. Yeah, it does. And it was amazing at how they represented these cultures. And I really am sad that I wasn't able but I was only able to do like half of it and I wasn't able to do the other half because I would have loved to do the other half. That loop around um, the lagoon, excuse me, is about a mile 
Wow. I'm not but, surprised, but it, it's it's a long it's a long walk. Um but it, it's it doesn't seem like that when you're standing there. But yeah, it it's it's approximately a mile. So it, it is a long it is a long distance. And uh last time I think I I ended up doing it about three times running back and forth of either having to go back and get something or run forward to get something. So it is a long trek. Uh, and it, again, just gives you another excuse to go back. So yeah. we have Rise of the Resistance, all of Epcot. Oh, and did you know that elephants have the best memory? I wish I had a memory like that. Yeah. Easily best joke I've ever heard. Um, the Navi Flight of Passage. I came off of that ride with tears in my eyes. It was just so amazing and beautiful and gorgeous. And when we went to Hollywood Studios, I was like, I have to FaceTime Benny and like tell him about this. And I, I did it, but unfortunately we were in a rush. So I didn't quite get to do it justice for him. But it was, as I've said multiple times, it is like you're on the back of a dragon. It is like you're doing all of that. And it's so the active. wind in your, your face yeah. and the and smells. You go the ocean and it's like this sea spray and it's amazing. And I, yeah, that was, wow. Um, and then. It's four things, and I need a fifth thing. Well, you didn't get to do soaring, did you, in Epcot? No. Okay. It, it's a very. It's actually the attraction that um, Flight of Passage is set on. So, soaring was built first, and then they they advanced the technology to to build Flight of pa- Passage. So it's a very similar similar attraction. Um, yeah. Not to the same emotional extent, but it is a really cool attraction in Epcot. Something else to keep in mind. Okay, yeah. Oh, we never passed that. Could have gone on that. Um, and number five of your top firsts for Walt Disney World. I had like a whole list of things. Like if they put them each next to each other, I would never leave. I don't, I had something else and I don't remember what it was. And it could even be something as simple as coming on the show and getting to relive and talk about all of it. Yeah. But I will no pressure. Um. <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed been being able to like tell people about the experience and being able to show off all these pictures that I've taken and just like coming home and being able to tell everyone and just like, and being able to like tell them all the joke in person. Did you know that elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the jungle? I What? No. Yeah, I wish I had a memory like that. And just being able to like share the experience. 
um, and sharing the experience, the family that brought me were like, trips to Disney are awesome, but like I made it even better because they were able to see it through the eyes of the first timer. And you know, I'm also Emily and I'm awesome. And I have an amazing personality, not to brag because I'm super humble. Um, Modesty is one of your best traits, Emily. Yeah, I know. I'm the most modest person ever. Um, but just because I made it like fun for them, I made it fun for me, and just we all had a great time, and I've been able to share the experience, and that really was one of the best things that happened. That that is, uh, thank you so much. I um, really appreciate you coming on and sharing these experiences. Um, I'm yeah. I am super excited that you got to experience that yeah me too i'm going to disney has always been on my bucket list as is every young person um but to be able to like do all the parks and do most some of the rides and fit as much as we did in and then being able to come back and share that and it's it was awesome and it is awesome and I've never, that was one of the best weeks in my life. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Uh, I, I'm, as someone who's, again, who's done it so many times, every time I go there, though, I still get excited. Yeah. And there is so much to do. There, you really can't do everything in one trip. You can't. Um, but there, it is an experience like nothing else. And then for someone that hasn't been there, it's hard for them to understand. And I, and I'm happy that the way that you got to experience it, because I think you, you got to experience it in a way that you did the attractions, but you got to experience beyond the attractions. And a lot of people think it's all about the rides and it's not, the rides are part of it. But it's about the environment, the culture, the experiences, the the people, the the cast members that work there, um, the people that you may or may not get to meet there or see. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's so multifaceted. The food, of course. Um, so congratulations. Thank you again for coming on. And. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy for you. So we'll have to talk more at another point. Um, I'll let you go because I know your father will be popping in again with his watchful eye. <laughs> and but Plus, also, we'll be talking again soon because we got some more topics coming up that we'll be talking about. So thank you so much. Of course. Any final thoughts on, on Disney World? Or is anything that you want to tell the, the listeners? Um... If you haven't gone, go. It is, it's worth the money that is paid. Um, and if you can afford it, get fast passes because you don't want to be riding, you don't want to be waiting three hours or whatever long wait times there are. The Lightning Lane and Genie Plus, yes. Yeah, get, get fast passes. It's worth it. Um, uh, uh, bring water, lots, lots and lots of water. Oh, and small piece of advice: 
battery packs. Get battery packs. Yes. Because those will keep your phone alive. Even if you don't use it, it's storing the photos that you've take, taken and all of that. Bring battery packs. Perfect advice. Perfect advice. Yeah. It's like maybe someone mentioned that on a podcast. Thank you again, Emily. Yes. Thank you again to Emily Leonard for joining us on the show today. Fantastic hearing about her first trip, and I hope it's the first of many, many trips to come. Hint to her dad. Tell me what you think. What was your first trip? What do you remember from it? Or your most recent trip? Just tell us about your trips. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast on Instagram at Disney Marvel's Podcast, TikTok at Disney Marvel's Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch the audio feed to these podcasts, as well as some other things that we have popping up from time to time on there. Send us your voice messages. This way you can hear yourself on the show as well. Leave your voice messages through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website or record your message electronically on your on your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, what have you, and email it. You can also email any questions or suggestions you may have to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the latest at the Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time know how little time we all have these days how crazy life is and the fact that we get to spend some time together each week is a a fantastic gift and i thank you for giving us that opportunity and coming back time and time again please go on to apple Podcasts, leave a rating or review we have all five star reviews at the moment keep it going we could always use more five star reviews there's never enough And the more five-star reviews we get, the more Apple Podcasts will promote the show. You could do this over at Spotify as well, where you can give us a rating on there. Give us a nice big thumbs up there, please. And also tell people. Share it out on the social networks, on, on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, on the TikToks, whatever you do. Snapchatting. Whatever your social media choice is, share out the links to the shows. Let people know about Disney Marvel's podcast because the bigger the Disney family is the better won't believe that and so do I don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it this way you always know when new episodes are posted and while you're at it consider becoming a premium subscriber really help the show out you can do this over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel's slash support or find our Patreon page You could also check out our merchandise shop where you get yourself some really cool Disney Marvel stuff. Mugs, 
to stickers, to hoodies, to t-shirts, to onesies for babies. Not adult size yet, sorry. And this helps the show out as well. And you get something cool out of it too. You can find the links to all these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. These flaws are seen as a unique piece of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. Consider this the next time you feel broken. That means, folks, if you feel overwhelmed, you feel like something's not right. Don't give up. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. And keep moving forward because you are beautiful. Broken or not. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Believe me, it is the most exciting and challenging assignment we ever tackled at Walt Disney Productions. That's Walt Disney talking about what will become Walt Disney World. Thank you again for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time.